But with the door open, say, like to a bedroom, it only takes a few minutes for the gas to rise up even to the second floor and for the levels of NO2, even in an upstairs bedroom, to rise to toxic levels exceeding the World Health Organization guidelines for health safety. Smaller living spaces, like let's say an apartment, grow toxic even faster. Hi, welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. And I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. Welcome. Cindy, have you heard that the Dems want to come and take away your gas cooking stoves? Sure, Julie. And the microwaves are spying on us for them, too. <laughs> LOL. Remember that crazy conspiracy theory? <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. Seriously, though. Gas stoves can be great, but there's something to this issue. Apparently, they are not great as an indoor appliance. So let's back up and take a look at it. Well, utility companies have pushed the gas stove for decades. Once it was invented in the 1820s, gas stoves slowly entered the common home over the next 100 years, and by the 1920s, were used in most home kitchens. There's nothing like cooking over a real fire. I mean, and how cool is it to have a small, easy-to-control fire right at your fingertips in your own kitchen? I actually really like it. I know, I have to agree. But fast forward another hundred years, and here we are, as we just said, still loving our gas stoves. But environmental groups are getting louder about the potential negative effects burning gas can have. Yeah, for one thing, unfortunately... They emit pollutants that can cause or worsen respiratory illnesses. Residential appliances like gas-powered furnaces and water heaters are all a bit problematic, but they vent the pollution outside. Give it to the world. The stove is the one gas home appliance that's often not vented at all or is poorly vented. It's not just the cooking smoke you need to vent to the outside. It's the actual gas combustion happening constantly within the appliance. That blue flame that you can always see, that's combustion. Right, Julie. You know that little blue pilot light that's on in there constantly? That's the combustion happening between the fuel and the oxygen. Again, right inside your home. Yeah. In fact, the gas line connected to your oven is also connected to a whole line of pipes and production and combustion that leaks toxic gas all along the way, like methane, which is what natural gas is made of. Even in a well-operating appliance, methane leaks are a normal part of the process, and if there's any issue or accident, the leaks are even bigger. Methane doesn't hang around in the air as long as carbon dioxide, but it's still a strong, actually stronger greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide, which means it's one of those toxic gases trapping heat in our atmosphere and warming the globe up. So environmentalists are really focusing on the possible health risks from stoves as a way to help fight climate change. 
it's something we should probably all pay attention to. Yeah, which you might guess is what the gas utilities are worried about. Well, sure. As we all wrestle with climate change, gas utilities wrestle with trying to stay relevant. So their response has been to be critical of the groups that are trying to raise the issues to increase awareness and to downplay the science on gas stoves and indoor air quality. Here's what we do know. Gas stoves contaminate the air with toxic gases. The most common pollutants from gas stoves are nitrogen dioxide, NO2, carbon monoxide, and formaldehyde. The Environmental Protection Agency says that even low concentrations of NO2 can trigger breathing problems for people with asthma or things like chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. And research shows that kids who live in a home with a gas stove have about a 42% increased risk of developing a respiratory illness like asthma. That's high. That's really high. The NO2 levels in the kitchen rise to unhealthy levels within 10 to 15 minutes of starting to cook. If you have kids or any sort of lung or respiratory condition yourself, this is a level where symptoms can start to get worse. Even with a fan, if it's not properly vented to the outside or close enough to the source, the NO2 levels are high in the room within this short time. In the rest of the house, levels stay low only if doors are closed and windows are open. But with the door open, say, like to a bedroom, it only takes a few minutes for the gas to rise up even to the second floor and for the levels of NO2, even in an upstairs bedroom, to rise to toxic levels exceeding the World Health Organization guidelines for health safety. Smaller living spaces, like let's say an apartment, grow toxic even faster. This all sounds really scary, but most of us who have lived with gas stoves forever know that they don't always make you sick or cause asthma. It's just that we now know that for a lot of people, it is a risk. If you're lucky enough to have a large kitchen with up-to-date ventilation and you're generally healthy, the risk might not be that concerning at all. But when it comes to children, given what we now know, it does not seem worth it to add to their risk by them developing asthma or other respiratory diseases, having that source of pollution right in your house, if you can help it. Children already seem to have so many more allergies and respiratory conditions than they used to. They do. So environmental groups are concerned that gas stove emissions are a threat to human health. They want policymakers to regulate them more strictly and offer incentives for Americans to switch to electric. Interestingly, though maybe not surprisingly, no federal agency regulates gas stove emissions. Federal agencies, including the EPA and the Consumer Product Safety Commission, say they're keeping an eye on the issue, but none of them has decided to regulate any of it. Interesting. The gas industry uses this point to argue that if it were bad enough or important enough, there would be regulations. That's an interesting circle right yeah. there. <laughs> and it's not like the gas industry doesn't know there are problems. The gas utilities and their powerful organization, the American Gas Association, have conducted their own research on pollution from stoves, including looking at NO2. Their own research led to new ways of reducing NO2 pollution. 
So it's clear they know there's too much of it and that it isn't a good thing. Their work on reducing it is good, but obviously not good enough when toxic levels are still filling people's homes. But again, the gas industry is really eager to stay relevant. So they push back and they develop their own counter facts, which aren't really facts, and propaganda. They're now apparently working hard to find issues with electric stoves so people don't make the switch that environmental groups are suggesting. Yet, scientists specifically report that gas stoves are toxic, especially for children and people with respiratory or lung issues. So, to reduce NO2 emissions in your home, the EPA suggests using an exhaust fan above your gas stove that vents to the outside. While federal agencies are moving slowly on developing any standards, scientists are telling us that major steps are needed to stem climate change. So they really want us to go electric. Yeah. It's true that in recent years, the big gas and oil companies have been doing some work to reduce carbon dioxide emissions by replacing coal-burning power plants with cleaner-burning gas. They've also done some work to reduce emissions and support regulation of methane emissions. The industry is also working on going low-carbon and developing cleaner alternatives. But it's self-serving of them to not do some important things because they need to stay in business and therefore slow overall progress. Right, because scientists are telling us that most of the world's fossil fuels have to stay in the ground where they are now, and we can all do our part to help with that. A lot of major studies, like ones from Princeton University, Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, and the National Academy of Sciences, find that important moves to keep us on track involve electrifying buildings, making appliances more efficient, and powering them mostly with renewable energy rather than fossil fuels. The Biden administration's climate plan currently calls for government incentives to encourage people to switch from gas to electric in our homes. Right. That's what they're doing. They're not making you get rid of your stove. They're using incentives. <laughs> this will be helpful because while a lot of us might want to make the switch, it can be expensive to convert from gas to electric. Plus, cooking with gas is overall cheaper, so people may not want to do it without incentives. But health and climate-wise, it's definitely worth it. Also, there are other gas-burning appliances in the home, like we mentioned, that consume more fuel than ovens, like the heater or the hot water heater. The stove is the first focus because the hope is that once the switch to an electric stove happens, people might be more likely to switch water heaters, dryers, and home heaters, too. At that point, it could even be more possible to stop producing new gas appliances or creating new gas hookups at home and buildings. Yeah, if people get new gas appliances to replace old ones at this point, and the average lifespan of a new gas stove is currently about 15 years, uh, it means it's likely that new ones will be around and keep polluting for another 15 years before a healthier replacement is purchased. So it is important to be thinking about this now and make the switch when you can. Yeah. Tackling climate change and environmental injustice is just one of the many important issues that the Center for American Progress, an independent, nonpartisan policy institute, tackles on a daily basis. If you're interested in learning more or helping out, you can check out this progressive think tank website at 
AmericanProgress.org. Check it out. Thanks for joining us. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shrinks on Third. Till next time. Take care. <laughs>